Okay, I'm getting a, um, I'm getting a, um, come on. Some 
civilization out there at least create some self-repeating AI robotic species that would explore space. But we've never seen anything like that either. So there's always been a question of why. Is, are we so rare that there's only a very little life? The real question is we've been put into a quarantine and we don't see these things. There is a galactic society that is out there. According to a number of different sources, even the Dolores Cannon material, check out my episode on the Wanderers and the Starseeds people from all over the universe are incarnating on Earth to help Earth because it's a big transition. We're talking about a planet with a very crazy history with significant distortions attempted by the service to self-confederation. So what happens is the entire process of moving up in levels of consciousness that is natural to the universe has been distorted and is unusual and it's going to be a big one we're going through it right now as i've discussed in other episodes what does it mean to move up into fourth density and my episode does discuss that so we're really starting to look at how the world is changing we're seeing a change in the consciousness of the planet and the way that we respond to things and we're seeing the shadow coming up as well but i always wondered how they could quarantine the earth that sounds impossible space is too big it sounds completely ridiculous so i was always very doubtful of that idea there's a concept that's discussed in the quo channelings quo continues to answer questions about the law of one and helps with a variety of spiritual issues and the channelings are as good or better than the raw sessions i've found so much in this it's so mind-blowing so the concept is that the earth is in a time lateral there's some sort of time distortion and it's possible that the space we see is some sort of hologram so that it's blocking what is really going on out there. And entities cannot enter the earth. There is a very specific quarantine and there it's impossible to cross through except for certain spots which are rare. So that's why the earth seemingly seems like we're alone, but it's simply not true. But what is the nature of this time lateral and, and what does it mean? Well, I started to research it because I saw a reference to it and I found several references in different sessions. And along with that, Quo is also talking about the transitions from third to fourth density and what's happening on the planet. Some of this stuff is really interesting and I wanted to share it. So in one session on April 14th, 2007, Jim is asking the question and Carl is channeling Quo. Jim asks, the first question is what exactly is the time lateral of Earth? Does it indicate an illusion within a more real illusion? Or is it like the holodeck on Star Trek's fictional world? Then are all the stars and planets except Earth all holograms? Because Earth is in the time lateral. Or on the other end, if there was no such thing as a time lateral in the beginning, what would the third density Earth be like? Carlo begins to channel and states, We are those known to you as the principle of Quo. Greetings in the love and the light of the one infinite creator in whose service we come to you this evening. 
we wish to thank you for the privilege of being included in your circle of seeking and are happy to share our opinions with you about the queries with which you come this evening. As always, we would ask for you to use your discrimination, listening carefully and distinguishing between those thoughts that seem helpful and resonant to you and those thoughts that do not. Please abandon those that do not ring true to you and work with the ones that seem helpful. In this way, you have protected your own process of evolution and have used your free will in order to distinguish between thoughts helpful to you and those not. We thank you for this consideration. As always, when we speak through this instrument concerning those questions which have to do with physics and the whole realm of science, we express the surety that we shall not be able to be precise in our response, for this instrument does not have knowledge or the vocabulary of mathematics and physics at her command. Nevertheless, we shall attempt to share our thoughts with you in the best way which is open to us. At the end of the second minor cycle of harvest, in the third density, upon planet Earth, the Council of Saturn became concerned that the solar system as a whole had been able to bring to a normal graduation only one of the planets in this particular solar system that you call the Sun. It decided that it would be helpful to create a time lateral and to place the planet under strict quarantine. It was further decided that all those entities whose third densities had been interrupted be brought to Earth to join Earth's cycle leading to harvest. Accordingly, the metaphysical or time-space portion of your third density Earth was reconnected to the main track shall we say, of the progression of time-space and space-time in such a way that it was an isolated and protected, a hotbed or greenhouse for growing souls, as could be devised. It is precisely as real as the main track of time-space, and indeed it is equal to the main track in time-space. It is a carefully created alternative track, which naturally feeds back into the main track of time-space and space-time progression. At the conclusion of this time lateral, then, the population of planet Earth shall be ready to take advantage of the opportunity to end the third sub-cycle of harvest and greet the end of that 76 or so thousand-year cycle that is a third density cycle in its completion. Because this is not a physical alteration, but a metaphysical alteration, there is no physical marker for the end of the time lateral. And indeed, this time lateral has been very successful compared to experiments in the past. The accumulation of awakening interest in altering the course of the vibration of planet Earth has been late in starting, but rapidly spread and gained strength in all parts of the globe. In all peoples, cultures, and places, your world is truly waking up. Again, because of the fact that such activities are primarily metaphysical rather than physical in nature, the effects of the improvements in the vibration of the planet are not physically obvious except for the fact that your Earth is still functioning without the need to experience a polar shift. 
It was thought at one time to be probable that your Earth would, by the end of your 20th century, have found it necessary in order to express the heaviness of the vibration of Earth to destroy the Earth once again in terms of it being habitable for human life, as you call your third density species. However, the work of many groups, such as this one, has created the possibility of a strengthened and lengthened track in the time lateral so that the maximum number of entities may awaken and choose whether to serve others or to serve the self before the time of such choice has passed. Once again, there will be no physical change when this time has passed. There will only be a change in the core vibration of the atoms of your universe, atom by atom, cell by cell, being by being. You have asked if the experience of the time lateral is like the holodeck, and we would say that indeed, whether you speak of the time lateral that you have experienced with its careful isolation and insulation from the full spectrum of thoughts available in the infinite creation of the Father, or whether you speak of the main track, you have the same material and one single agenda for moving forward and fulfilling your hopes for progress within your present lifetime within third density. May we ask if there is another query at this time? We are those of Quo. Jim asks, the second question is, in such a vast, milky way, did the time-lateral experiment happen in other planets before? If so, are the results always positively successful? We are those of Quo, and are aware of your query, my brother. Such experiments have occurred from time to time in the past, and the results have been checkered. There is perhaps nearly an even division between those experiments in which the various groupings of entities upon the planet turned from strife to a more unified view of the planetary population as one tribe, and those that were not able to achieve graduation in either polarity. Some of those experiments succeeded. There have been other attempts at, shall we say, cleaning up the energies of an entire planetary system where it was not possible to bring entities into one united spiritual being that could be called a social complex. The difference in planet Earth's experiment is that the sublogos chose an experiment which was extremely rich in the full play and travel of free will so that the veil was quite thick and almost impenetrable. This heavy veiling and full play of free will was resulted in entities turning not to the creator, but to their own intellects and to their own abilities to find solutions to what they perceive as challenges or problems. In previous experiments, the veil was thinner because there was not so heavy a veiling and there was not so much free will. The nature of third density entities upon your planet is therefore somewhat more primitive or has a tendency to remain primitive longer than on planetary experiments where the veil has been thinner and it has been more obvious to entities by virtue of the thinning of the veil that all are one. 
absence of any hint from the outer world that all entities are one interconnected being, the tendency has been upon planet Earth during this cycle for entities to find reasons to separate rather than unite and to disagree and come to embattlement rather than seeking with all diligence for points of commonality that become a consensus for gradual and global change. At this point, we can say that the probability is that your experiment shall to some extent be successful. The outcome, which those of negative polarity and higher densities would like to have occur upon planet Earth, is that the majority of entities upon planet Earth decide that they are only safe and in spiritual alignment if they can live in fear and continuously find enemies to fight in order to express the feelings of winning the day and controlling what is seen as available sources of power. We mean this not only physically, but metaphysically. If a planetary social complex became involved in what you call a knot of fear, then they might voluntarily choose not to rejoin the main track. This could mean that this particular planet would be locked in a permanent third density cycle without the third density energy needed to progress. This would make this planet a slave planet in which entities fought and suffered endlessly and created food for the fifth density entities who have long eyed this planet with greed and hope of conquest. Again, we cannot know the outcome of that which is completely at your free will. We can only tell you that the probability, possibility vortices that have greatly opened in a favorable way within the past generation or half century of this planet's history, things look hopeful, shall we say, that the rapidly increasing awareness of the need to choose a better way than strife for relating to one's fellow beings is needed. And as this realization spreads, and as the hunger for true peace, union, love among all peoples grow, there is very likely to be a positive outcome at the end of this time lateral. May we ask if there's another query at this time? Jim says, the third question is evolving to the fourth density seems a distant goal. Is there a simple way to measure how close we are to the threshold of fourth density? Living on earth by faith alone, we are prone to losing our faith. What spiritual principles are involved? What practical advice can you offer? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, your question in two parts, and so we would prefer to respond in two separate communications. Therefore, we conclude our thoughts upon faith. We would ask that you repeat the first part of your query. We'd like to respond to your question upon faith first. My brother, faith is that which is a product of the use of will to choose to know that all is well. It is not faith in anything. It is not tangible. It is not measurable or quantifiable in any way. Yet all entities know what faith is because when they see it, they are drawn to it, transfixed by it, and blessed by the light that is expressed 
from faithful eyes, faithful voices, and faithful hands. The spiritual principle involved is very close to the beginning of creation, for the principle involved is a mature understanding of the function of free will and the structure or makeup of your mind, body, and spirit in third density. Because of the thickness of the veil, it is indeed not only difficult, but impossible to prove any reason for faith. Faith is a truly faith. It is not faith in something proven, no matter how religious leaders like to use logic and words to create an atmosphere where they may convince believers that there is only one torturous path to follow in order to find salvation. Indeed, faith is born within each entity's heart as he decides to choose to rest without varying in the vibrations of absolute faith that all is well. It is an activity and a choice which is strengthened as it is used. Like any muscle, it gets stronger with every repetition. There are those strains within entities which would prefer not to be powerful. There are ways of thinking endemic to the human condition, shall we say, that would like to lean upon an outer support such as that which religion offers. And to our way of thinking, all such endeavors are potentially helpful. We always encourage entities to seek amongst the various ways of seeking the creator that are present upon your planet. To find a good fit for outer work, such as attending services with a group, acting as a spiritual community, studying a body of sacred literature, and other ways in which religion attempts to help entities mature spiritually. However, when entities give their power to others and say, I must listen to an intermediary, I must cast my hopes upon the kindness and compassion and saving grace of an intermediary, they have not yet grasped and accepted the responsibility for their own power. This instrument has been reading a work by an entity named Josiah, and this entity's work is very congruent with that point that we are attempting to make. The one known as Josiah says over and over that each entity makes its own reality. We agree completely with the one known as Josiah. You, as an individual, create your reality, and you, as a tribe of humankind, create together a global or earthly reality. If you do not like your reality, you are able to change your reality. However, in order to change your reality, you must believe that you are capable of doing so. You must believe in the power of your own choices. As you polarize choice by choice by choice, we ask you to look for the light that is given to you. Seek out the wisdom that is available. Dig deeply within yourself to discover the heart of compassion that lies within you. Inviolate and untouched by any human error. For you are one with the Creator, and that goodness and love, which is the very nature of creation, is at the heart of every cell of your body and every atom of each cell. Your very nature vibrates with the infinite love and light of the one Creator, and you are a Creator in your own right, not greater than any other Creator, but able to choose your reality and to see it into manifestation. In a minor way, each entity does this. Entities choose to pursue various ends 
in a worldly sense and are able to see the results of those choices. However, we are talking about power at the level of changing the vibration of your being. For as you tune your thoughts and as you persevere in the outworking of faith within you, you can become a part of the shift of thinking that lightens not only your vibration, but the vibration of the entire planet. It is the hope of many who watch this experiment with interest that entities shall become so on fire with love and so able to share that love in a pure way that does not create exclusion and the tendency to form cliques or to isolate themselves from others who think differently that in one sweep of relatively short time the planet will come alive with the realization that it can as a whole find a way to express the love and the light of the one infinite creator in a way that is more congruent with the fourth density energies that are already a very big part of your third density experience. Jim then asks, evolving to the fourth density seems a distant goal. Is there a simple way to measure how close we are to the threshold of fourth density? We are those of Quo and are aware of your query, my brother. From the preceding answer, you may perhaps guess that we shall inform you that there is a very easy way to judge as to how close you are to fourth density. You are in fourth density, my friends. You are in third density bodies and so are not able to see the incredibly beautiful infant fourth density earth that interpenetrates third density at this time. However, far below the level of conscious awareness, you are more, more aware of your power, your truth, and your beauty. The thinning of the veil has been occurring for some time as those energies interpenetrate more and more. At this time, there is virtually nothing of third density energy left. There is just enough energy left for a few more of your years in which entities can make the choice that will place them in a position to be able to graduate from third density to the density of love that is your fourth density. In another session on February 11, 2007, we see a discussion of the time lateral as well. It's a group question that begins by asking, each year for many years now, we see at least one channeled source that says, this is the year that big changes will happen in consciousness. Some now say that 2007 is when this age will change instead of having to wait for 2012. We want to know what spiritual principles could help us look at this situation when channels get this kind of information. We are known to you as the principle of Quo, greetings in the love and light of the one infinite creator. We thank you so much for inviting us to join your circle of seeking and share our thoughts with you this day on the subject of these predictions of the shift of the ages and how they cycle. You ask this day concerning the repetitive predictions of transformational times either immediately following the channeling or predicted within the channeling to take place within the near future, usually between two and five years.
You ask how it happens that this information is repetitively offered. Always with good rationales and always with interesting and supporting material offered by the channeled source. There are a couple of different levels to the response because there are a couple of different spiritual principles involved in why this happens and what kind of information you truly are receiving. In the first instance, the spiritual principle involved is that any spiritually oriented entity once awakened to that situation of the present moment has consulted those questions so important to the spiritual seekers. Who am I? Why am I here? What should I be doing? There comes a realization, either slowly or quickly, that the time for equivocation has passed, and the time for spiritual work is now. There is a non-local feeling of urgency, not connected with time and space, and yet you, as third density entities, dwell in space-time. Naturally, you are a human being who is going to think about these sensings that you have from your meditations or from your contemplations and feel that they indicate an event. In the largest sense, the event has been building since well before the time of Jesus Christ. This entity came to help the shift of the ages more than 2,000 years ago, and this entity was already feeling the urgency of taking up the work and moving forward on choosing service to self or service to others as a way of life. The one known as Jesus the Christ felt a sense of urgency, as did the one known as John the Baptist. The apocalyptic content of their messages is substantial as it is given in your Holy Bible in the New Testament. This is how long people have been sensing the need to alter and shift their consciousness and the consciousness of the planet, which is the location of their beloved home and the tribe of humankind by which they are cherished part. At that level, you may see that it is an archetypal energy when an entity awakens to project his own awakening upon the world at large. And this is a legitimate and valid viewpoint from a certain point of view. Each entity is the author of his particular creation. Admittedly, there are points of reference which are common to most people's creations, including data about the society and the culture in which they live. Yet each entity's creation is his own. The biases that he encourages in his life become the biases of his world. Entities are people of great power. They are part of the Godhead principle. All entities, even the elements, the animals, and all of nature have this power. But they do not know that they have it. And consequently, they use it effortlessly and without any impurity being incapable of altering their nature and only capable of fulfilling it. Yes, as self-conscious entities have far greater ability to create because you are conscious of yourself, you are aware that you are a being that is seeking, you have an observer function. Indeed, many entities have a very complex observer function where the observer is watching the observer who is watching what's happening. You can create a lot for complexity in terms of how you perceive things and what you choose upon to focus. Consequently, your particular creation has sometimes a dramatic difference in coloration from the creations of some about you as you walk through your everyday experience. When you have achieved 
a sense of power and are dedicated to using that power rightly you become a force beyond the normal run of human energy because you have awakened to your potential as the creator of your universe and because you have begun to enter into creating the universe as you feel you would wish it to be by acting in an ethical manner at times of choice you begin to develop an energy about you that is the energy not only of your personality but of the creations which has become imagined into being within your life consequently insofar as you have entered into the conscious development of yourself and your creation your work not only for yourself but on the level of planetary energy the situation is not that what you think becomes something others think it is that vibration which supports your work radiates as would the light of a lighthouse shining out across the dark and stormy sea as you allow your light and your universe to shine you are in your beingness fulfilling one of your deepest purposes you are changing and shifting consciousness at the planetary level we would emphasize that as the level of perception we are not speaking of those things which can be pointed to and spoken of in words we are talking about the shift in a point of view there is a point of view which each entity looks at the world before the awakening process has begun that point of view is reliably somewhat limited the concerns of the instinctual animal that you are as a descendant of the great ape family are concerns about your family and your tribe you want them to be safe clothed warm and fed you want to gather those resources which you will need for them and not run out and if you feel that they are threatened you want to defend them these are the big bones of the skeleton of the typical concerns of one who is unawakened and functioning as a member of society at large without regard to any spiritual aspects of that life or those thoughts that the entity has therefore your work while done privately and not necessarily ever spoken into words is magical powerful work and well worth the doing there is an entirely different level which is a transition between the first level and the third that transition level is that point at which the situation as regards your planetary dealings has become noted as this instrument and others in the circle of seeking were speaking in the round robin discussion that precedes these meditations they were discussing that repetitiveness with which our most basic observed themes repeat those themes are those themes of empire which have dominated this particular planet's history for its entire run of recorded history and indeed paleontologists and archaeologists indicate long before the history was being written the energies which aimed towards empire were alive and were well in one of the earliest pre-human bodies discovered the entity had been killed by a blow to the back of the head the energy of solving problems by means of resorting to violence is an old one upon your planet it indeed predates your particular planetary energy for you have in the course of the last 
75,000 years to reach entities from several planets which have been unable to complete their own third density school or classroom because of creating changes in their planets by means of violence on a mass scale which rendered the planet uninhabitable or because of outright destroying it by blowing it up. All those entities are here now and are working to break old habits. So there is a spiritual entropy that happens when progress is not made. Energies become less and less organized and more and more chaotic because the energy is unusable after a certain point. Further, there is the energy of inertia, which means that even those who are not particularly involved in the tendency to resort to violence to solve problems yet still do not have sensors that send up the red flags of warning when they hear thoughts of empire being discussed. They know that something is off when they hear discussion of how we should all be living in fear upon planet Earth. At the same time, they have no defense against what sounds like reasonable prudence. The seeming reasonableness can be attributed firstly to the fact that each of you upon your planet Earth has gone through this cycle several times and has become used to it, and secondly to that inertia within you, which does not want to wake up, because awakening is uncomfortable. When you awaken and you see things are not as you thought they were, you then feel that you wish to respond to that awareness, and the more that you make responses with dedication in intent towards becoming more aware, more yourself, and more a part of the Godhead principle, the more you are asking for changes to occur at the deepest levels of your personality. When you ask to awaken, to transform, and truly observe at the deepest level of which you are capable, you are asking for the forces of transformation to come into your life. The one known as M was talking earlier concerning the efficacy of water used as a cleansing mechanism. And we would note that many are those entities who have found the use of water or other cleansing protocols helpful and useful because as you change, you are dumping a good deal of toxins, spiritual, emotional, and mental material. And whether it comes through the physical body, which some of it does, or whether it comes through the energy body, as some of it does, it needs to be processed and allowed its natural flow through you and out. When entities do awaken, and do realize that it is an urgent matter for them to shift their consciousness. They can feel that it is needed for others also to shift their consciousness. There comes into play a tendency towards what we might call spiritual materialism, in which you want everyone to form up and live in a new way. In this regard, we would suggest that the skillful choice is always to work on the self without regard for working with other entities service to others working upon what you perceive needs to be done in the world begins and ends within yourself until the point at which you are asked specific questions that you may answer in what you hope is a spiritually helpful manner the work you do on yourself is sufficient and more than adequate in terms of how you may affect the consciousness of planet earth change yourself and you change the world that is how powerful you really are. The third level that we would address is a level of time, space, 
and space-time, where these changes are actually occurring for your planet. And here we will need to take some time to discuss the mechanics of your situation insofar as we can express them through this instrument. We hope you will bear with us as we work with a non-scientific channel in this regard. This is a point early in your third density at which it was observed that the harvest of third density upon planet Earth was far behind schedule and indeed was not developing at all well. It was seen that the introduction of entities from other planets and further introduction of changes within some of the templates improving upon the human genome created unforeseen consequences that deepened the power of entities to use free will without the spiritual ability to see where that free will power was headed. Another consequence was the enhanced ability to amuse and enchant the self by means of stories of power and empire. The culture as a whole then, by its use of free will, had moved into a situation that concerned the guardians of this planet, enough that it created for this planet a time lateral, a kind of track parallel to the main track of time and space as it is naturally developing in your physical environment. You have never experienced life in your totally natural physical environment because you have been on a time lateral in quarantine for thousands of years. It was hoped by quarantining the planet from further outside influences of any kind that the free will of the body of the tribe of humankind would gather itself and would begin to address realizations of how ethical choices might be made in a way that progressed from the basic feeling that when threatened the proper response was likely to be violent for that got the job done and right quickly consequently riding upon this time lateral as you have you've experienced repeated waves of empire as they have flourished and fallen only to see another empire rise and fall and another and another if you look at your outer environment you may see these forces at work even now moving in a repetitive manner satisfying that portion of the tribe of humankind's deeper mind which is used to these energies and feels comfortable with them not because they are good but because they are what planet earth is all about the breaking forth of new life into this dark world is a common occurrence because the light cannot be put out by darkness and person after person after person has moments of brilliant insight in which they see that responding to violence with violence is not a wise move more and more of your entities are investing time talent and treasure in finding different responses to their surrounding darkness based not upon darkness itself but upon the light that comes within the darkness and which darkness cannot extinguish entities focus upon the first candle of light and that tiny illumination illumines more and then that illumines more and a process of lightening the consciousness of yourself begins the time is coming and indeed is nigh at hand when something you might call a tipping point is imminent and indeed it stands before you at this time what is the tipping point 
that tipping point is a straw vote, shall we say, an informed poll, if you will, of the tribes of humankind to see if the majority of entities want to separate themselves forever from any path except violence or if they were to progress into fourth density and beyond. There are entities from fifth density on the service to self path that are attempting a coup, shall we say, of this train of humankind running along this parallel time track. They would like it not to rejoin the main track. The guardians of this planet and those light givers within your planetary forces, both seen and unseen, have all moved heaven and earth that every possible instant may be given to the development of planet Earth's human population to the point where the vote of the straw poll is for service to others and not for service to self. For radiance, peace, and harmony rather than contraction, war, and hostility as a background to the everyday life. We are very hopeful that last moment where this very day the straw poll indicates that your planet will rejoin the typical normal progression of space-time. What the negative entities would like to do is to have that tipping point go the other way. To have people say, no, no, it's important to war because we want to gain resources, because we want to defend our family, and because of the whole laundry list of those things that the great apes are instinctually bound to consider priorities. At that level, there is almost no time space or space time wherein a third density entity may make a primal choice for service to others on a third density planet Earth. Your density has now become fourth density. It has not waited until this year or even several years before this, but has been vibrating in fourth density to the exclusion of creating more third density light. Therefore, those third density entities who now walk the planet are more and more sensitive because they do not have the support of third density light, which hides most of the truth. Rather, they have fourth density light interpenetrating their third density understanding of their world, creating an environment where it seems and indeed is happening. That wave after wave of truth and light and understanding is washing over the planet. The fourth density is the density of love, but it also called the density of understanding. What is happening to entities now is that which is in their thoughts and in their unexamined assumptions to being mirrored out to them in everyday life for them to see clearly. They no longer have so much of a cushion of easy untruth because they are awakening spiritually. There are forces within them that have determined that they intended to challenge those unspoken assumptions which are not serving the greater good. So insofar as you are a third density entity or unawakened, you will simply find life getting harder. It seems the more extremes are taking place. You're not feeling as well. You lose more jobs. Whatever it is that you are working on in this life, there becomes problems. 
with it seems harder than they used to be. This is because you are not protected from your truth as you once were. Now entities who are awakened are experiencing the identical situation, are experiencing an increase in suffering, and are experiencing more difficult times. However, what they have on their side is that they have set their intention to serve others and to know the truth in order to serve others. This creates a fourth density support system that is powerful indeed and can take the place of the previous comforts of the unawakened. However, when you become awakened and set your intention to be an ethical being that is worthy of fourth density, you also ask of yourself that you begin to live the life that reflects those fourth density values that are implicit and explicit when you think about service to others. The principles involved in service to others are implicit in all that is done in that when you meet the moment, you are meeting it as one who serves. That is a general standpoint. That is the basic viewpoint. Brings you to a wider point of view, which is based upon the guidance that you are receiving, which is activated by your desire to serve. When you ask for the truth, the truth is there before you. Ask, and you truly shall receive. And then you are responsible for your actions in a way which is inconceivable when you did not know and had no knowledge of how the spiritual forces of evolution work. That of which you are ignorant, you cannot be held responsible. When you become aware of the spiritual principles involved in natural evolution, then you become also responsible for acting upon that knowledge. This is not an easy time because of these factors. As the song before this meditation says, entities may often be standing knee-deep in the river of love and light and dying of thirst because they do not know how to scoop that life-giving liquid up into their bodies, their minds, and their spirits. How do you crack up an earthly life and let the sun shine in? Fortunately, my friends, it is not a master of cracking open your life to let the sun shine in. It is a master of cracking open your personality to become aware of the sun that is already shining in an infinite supply into your heart, your mind, and your consciousness into every fiber and cell of your being, both physically and non-physically. To sum up this third level, we would say that to the best of our knowledge, which is not without error, but is only opinion, the timetable of your planet is a set one, the planet itself minus the time lateral. The song played before the meditation has the following lyrics. If the game's... Uh-oh, okay, so... It is... to your circle oh. seeking 
it is a greater privilege to share in your meditation. This day, you have asked about your feelings that you have about the society and culture in which you live, about the government which rules your particular part of the world. You express feelings of deep concern, despair, and hopelessness. You express a feeling that you are not able to help the situation by anything that you can do. And you ask what the spiritual principles are in dealing with these thoughts. My sister, we thank you for this query. Our response must be somewhat indirect as we cannot make a frontal approach to your query. We are those who are coming on a vibration of unconditional love. Our contact and our type of contact in general does not have the facility with detailed earthly information of practical nature. Let's say an inner planes entity might have it is not our place to interfere with governance or the affairs in general of planet earth for good information on how to affect your government your politics your economics or your society in general by practical and worldly means we would strongly suggest that you inquire from other sources than we we are carefully tuned contact that focuses upon spiritual principles from that level my sister we may answer you but it is perhaps an answer other than you would have wished and for that we can only say that our ability to speak through this instrument is based upon her preserving a certain tuning were she to slip out of this tuning range we would be unable to continue offering her information however she might be able to continue receiving information from an entity of a negative nature that was able to ape or imitate the vibration of those of the quo group we say these things to you so that you will understand if we do not roll up our sleeves and dig into the cleaning up of planet earth indeed my sister we do not see that picture let us talk a bit about what we do see upon your planet at this time firstly you were concerned that there may be a conflagration caused by humans setting off bombs in a nuclear holocaust that would strip the planet of its atmosphere or were it not so horrendous a conflagration which is simply cloud the atmosphere so the life upon planet earth would become extinct from its inability to function in the new environment there are many peoples upon your planet who have access to such bombs and weapons of mass destruction and there are more who have the capacity to acquire them if they need therefore my sister your concern is valid what shall you do then with that concern this instrument recently read an article which described a Hawaiian healing technique called Ho'oponopono. In this healing technique, the healer never touches the patient and may not even see the patient. He may simply be told about the patient. This healing technique is intended to be used in healing mental illness, emotional distress, and criminal mentality. The healer receives all the information concerning the patient. He then looks within to discover that condition within himself. When he has found that condition within himself, he sets about healing that condition within himself. When he has healed himself quite often, the prisoner or mental patient is found to require no more medication or to have been healed of criminal tendencies. The spiritual principle that is behind this healing technique is the very principle of unity. All things are one. It is interesting that we see all of you individually and collectively as enormously greater in substance than any other details of your earthly environment. Whereas you see yourself as the smallest portion of an environment that towers above you, beneath you, and to 
all sides of you, making you insignificant, helpless, hopeless, and full of despair. We would encourage those who wish to make a difference on planet Earth to gaze at the planetary dysfunction and then to internalize that gaze and find the dysfunctions within. It is not difficult for most humans to do. Both the one known as J and the one known as T were talking during the round robin discussion about how easy it is to move from a mental and emotional attitude of unconditional love to an attitude of irritation and hostility when the catalyst of an unhappy and abrasive person breaks into the peaceful world of home and family. What dysfunction is there in the world this day that might lead us to self-destructive and utterly irrational decision to set off nuclear bombs? What is that distortion but the belief that there is separation between people? How often, my sister, do you think that you will be able to work on healing that sense of separation between yourself and others that you see in the world's dysfunctions? We ask you to realize we are speaking on the level of causality that is far beyond the causality of worldly things. We are not saying that if you heal your sense of separation today, the world will change tomorrow. We are saying that when individuals who belong to the tribe of humankind choose one upon another, upon another, to serve the love and the light and to refrain from fear, that attitude will spread. That emotional safety net will begin to spread out. And the more people that are doing this kind of work within themselves, the more the environment will shift on the inner planes in such a way that those who come after you will be able to do this work in consciousness more and more easily. It is understandable that entities gazing upon the world scene would feel helpless, hopeless, and despairing. Certainly, my sister, we too see the broken bodies of the children and other innocents carelessly killed by those who do not see that they and their brothers are one. We do not intend to downplay or shrug off the suffering of the world. At the same time, we do see from a point of view which encompasses a larger pattern than you can see from within incarnation. The fourth density is being born normally and in a healthy way. The efforts of many groups, including this one, through whom we speak this day have spoken of light and love and the world has been passed. More than perhaps you might realize at the grassroots level, at the level of indigenous peoples and at the level in civilized worlds of the first fumblings and reachings for something that has substance. We see the world waking up to love we see it beginning to identify the hunger that it has. We see it beginning to respond. Love being reflected in love. There is such great hope at that grassroots level below the radar of politics and empire. We cannot tell you not to be concerned about politics, society, economics, and culture, depending upon your own judgment and your own free will. We encourage you and all entities to follow your heart, to define those gifts that you might feel, to share with your society and your culture that might make it better. This is your free will and your good work to do if you wish it. What we are here to speak with you concerning is something far simpler and at the same time something far greater. We come to tell you a story about love.
love, unconditional love, love unlimited, love that creates and destroys. It is a simple concept. This one great